Why don't you just give up before your luck runs out? I loved Moya, and you killed her. I loved Rome. Things die. It is the way of life. All we can do is try to find a reason to go on. Build it again. I have found mine. Why don't you find something? Mine is to bury you. I don't know if I should kill you or do you? Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. This is your rewatcher, Keith. This is Kyle. This is Amen. <laughs> we all right? This is your rewatcher. I, I have Keith. never said it like that before. Why this can't I just stick is to the your format? life? Jeez, Louise. This is your rewatcher, <laughs> Keith. What you don't do is I don't know what to do to kill you or to do you. Welcome, listeners, to our fourth and final installment of our coverage of Highlander The Search for Vengeance, the 2007 anime from director Kawajiri. Director Kawajiri. That's correct. And writer Joe Pearson. And writer David nope. Abramo. Nope, it's not Pearson. correct. Producer he Joe is a Pearson. producer along with Kevin Eastman. I wonder if he made Ninja Turtles. I wonder if he made uh, the part where they're in the sewer. Kevin Eastman. Oh yeah, right. He was like, "You got to put this." responsible for that? There should be a part where they all live in the sewer <laughs> and eat pizza. <laughs> we could go back to the old sewer den. Maybe the rat soup is a reference to you know Splinter, Splinter, Splinter soup. They only need one now. Splinter. You can he can make a whole oh, stew go. Imagine if they found Splinter, they'd roast the shit out of. That guy'd be like, damn, <laughs> this rat's like a week's worth of lunch. Uh, well, we know there's giant ninja, well, not ninja, giant mutant things like yeah. that crocodile. That's sure. True. And there's, oh, and and there's, there's, who's the crocodile from Ninja Turtles? Isn't there a big crocodile? Leatherhead. 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 That's and right. the rat king. The he's rat in king. The sewer. Yeah. Is that related? But somehow? he's not a rat. He's a king of he's other like rats. He's like a mummy. Yeah, he's kind of mummy ish, isn't he? He's like all bandaged up yeah. from all the rats. <laughs> All the rat scratches? Yeah, I guess. So, uh, Eamon, you want to give us the quick uh, recap on yes on, on what's happened so far? Uh, so, Colin McLeod, who is our hero. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of it, but I can't. Okay. Hovercraft <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah. Colin McLeod is in, in a motorboat. Mm-hmm. He fights a troll beast who has a horn. <laughs> then he fights a man who drives around on a chainsaw who's immortal. He cuts his head off. There's a quickening. The bad guys see the quickening. He goes to New York. New York is blocked in by a wall. 
New York is dog wall. shit. Yeah, New York is dog shit. Um, Worse than in the 80s. His immortal enemy who crucified his wife has a stronghold in New York. He teams up with some punky sea urchins to fight <laughs> Marcus. Urchins? Yeah, uh, street urchins is what <laughs> I meant to say. The evil immortal has a virus that he's going to kill 100% of people within 50 miles. For reasons? For reasons. Colin's dead girlfriend keeps on getting resurrected, and he didn't start fucking them until just now. Uh, <laughs> he's friends with the prostitute. There's a little boy, and he cut a crocodile's head off. There we go. <laughs> that's everything that's happened. Yeah. Just like that. In he, order. And he threw a parking meter up a skyscraper. Yes, into, he did. Into a screen. <laughs> <laughs> that's also the plot of Ninja Scroll, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, so at this point, Colin has locked his new girlfriend in her bedroom. Yeah. After, you know, after he's done with her. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to join the fight for yeah. some reason. But I guess, yeah, he locks her in there because he wants to protect her. Yes. So we cut to the city streets. There's lots of, like, foggy atmosphere. This is cool. And there's, like, these giant fucking tanks that are, like, the size of a house. house. Yeah, rolling down the street. Right. Lots of spider bots. Also, these rebel goons suck. Yes. They can't do anything right. They've got missile launchers. These things are literally the size of a house, and they are missing them. I'll mention this now. I don't understand what the plan is here. Like, Colin says to, like, is it Doc? He's like, hold them off as long as you can till I kill Marcus. And it's like, what does it matter if you kill Marcus? Like, these people are still going to murder you all. Like, I wish there was some, like, coherency to, like, the plan. Like, it's like it's like Star Wars shit. Like, you disabled the shield to help me get in so I can... You know what I mean? Like, I wish there was, like, some teamwork element to this, because it seems like there's just a battle on two fronts here that are in some ways unrelated. It's like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, what does Marcus have to do with anything? Yeah, yeah. like, are the guys with tanks still going to murder everyone? Right. Seemingly. Or like, yeah. it's not like there's... Oh, Marcus ex- is dead. Time for me to call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like there's, like, extra security at the tower to prevent Colin from getting in. So it's like, you guys need to help me get in or anything. Like, in fact, it's the opposite. Marcus is, doesn't give a shit about Colin. He's just waiting to fight him when he shows up. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I wish there was some more to this confrontation at the end that like made them have stakes in each other's. I don't know. I don't know. Something just felt weird about it. No, you're 100% right. Okay. And the goons are getting rolled. So like, it doesn't seem like Colin's going to successfully save them. Yeah. There's no twist that made the, the good guys win. Right. They just like won. So Joe's like, "Hey, I can show you a secret entrance." It's like what the another that I never brought <laughs> that I never brought up before. There's yeah. another secret entrance, which is like it's posited like, "Oh, we never use this one because there's like too much." There was like there was a shit ton of security in the other entrance too. After right. they went through the, I, I don't know what this was. So Joe takes him through some tunnels again, and I thought the reason this was going to be like tricky. It's like, oh, here's a secret entrance, but bum, 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 it's a giant spinning blade that could cut your head off. Like, right. this might be the only way in now, but your life is in peril to get through it. That's no. what I thought, too. Incorrect. Nope. <laughs> he fucking palms a, a giant, giant blade. blade. He's like, nope. Yeah. He grabs it and just hops right up there. I watched this part twice to yep. see if I was missing something. No, nope. I wasn't. <laughs> and all I could think of was Highlander 2. Yeah. 100%. Oh, physical. shit. Is Amergan going to disappear dealing with this? I didn't even think about that. What does Ramirez say? Everybody's going to be yelling at Everyone their... deserves their full measure of life yeah. or whatever Jesus that shit is. He yeah. fucking holds his hand up and yeah. shoots magic beams. If you can summon it. Into one moment. Ugh. One moment. You can fucking do whatever. That's like real anime dialogue right yeah. there. It's like, what does that mean? Like, it's just gobbledygook. But in a cartoon, it seems cool. Yeah. It's like, all right, I buy it. But, but in that dumb movie. That. It's just this, like, <laughs> so he just has to sneak in. Right. 
I don't understand how this is any better than any other way, but right. whatever. Also, let's back up a little bit. So everybody outside, like the the, the city dwellers, or as you called them, sea urchins. <laughs> <laughs> the sea urchins are like held up in this like building, right? Damn it. And Joe is with Joe. Doc I, is with Mario. This fucking wait. I thought He's yeah. Doc is with Rudy. Himself. That yeah. I was like, why did they do this? Yeah. Like, don't put these two characters that are voiced by the same person <laughs> in the same, in the same scene talking to each other. Like, they sound different, but not that different. Not different enough. Yeah. He must be a Law and Order fanatic. Help me get this son of a bitch. <laughs> so anyway, Rudy fucking sucks. Like yeah, he, he has a rocket launcher. Shit. And it's like a POV of, of the scope, missing. and the tank is goes into into the into frame into his viewfinder thing, and it's like dead set bullseye. And then it's he's like, I gotta wait for it, wait for it. And it's just leaving. It's going past him. He's not moving shit. And it's like shoot, shoot. I gotta wait. It's like it's gone by the time he fucking pulls the trigger, and he misses by a mile. Yeah, it's like what the hell, Mario? Oh, also, meanwhile, like when the battle starts and Rudy shoots the first shot, Dahlia wakes up naked this is insane she runs to her bedroom door and tries to leave naked yeah. her first thought when she hears this is not like let me get oh, so close like on. i mean obviously the first thought is i gotta join the fight and mm. it's like you know what i've been doing it in bra panties the whole time fuck it i'll just do it naked, naked like yeah. she just goes right for the door what is that move all she needs is a gun that's right she's right. never naked with that gun she's got the two guns am i right oh. bing bang, bang. <laughs> Sorry, bing bang bang bing bang bang I've had zero to drink today. So it she, shows. No, <laughs> yeah, just she shoots the door open, I guess. Yeah, somehow. Like, blows it to pieces yeah. and runs out to go try to join the action. Colin is Co- sneaking through the security area. Right, which is like a shipping area, it would look like. There's just, like, crates and stuff. What but- are they shipping? What's going? Is it ammo? Yeah, good point. What What is all this stuff? <laughs> like, know. things are in shipping containers. Yeah. From where... It's to a whole, where it's a whole it's they gotta supply that whole tower. There's like a whole city ecosystem that they need to supply. That's right. So I guess they're getting I mean, I guess it makes sense. They're getting outside deliveries. Outside like chopped up mutant chickens <laughs> and like whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, or maybe they use it to transport it within the, that's the confines of yeah. the compound. They've got some cheese. I guess so. It is pretty big. Ginormous. It yeah. is pretty big. Central, Central, Park. Central Park big. Yeah. Yeah. CP big. Out of fucking nowhere, Sonya Blade busts in with a helicopter. screaming it's nuts you can't hide from me and she's just shooting everything yeah (laughs) do you think marcus knows she's doing this because he was like hey don't do this shit like leave them to me and now she's like off the rails like i'll get you with a helicopter (laughs) with a helicopter why does she indoors they're inside a building why does she have a helicopter period why is her helicopter in here why is she using it to fight colin like does she think she needs a helicopter to beat him i guess i don't know i guess it's easy isn't she an an immortal yeah and she like is quite skilled it would seem yeah it would seem Though oh, we've only ever seen her fight yeah. Super Shredder. That's a weird thing. Like, we've seen that she's, like, kind of crazy killer. Like, she yeah. seems, like, lethal. And it's like, oh, when they fight, it's going to be really cool. And it's like, they they never really fight at all. Like, she shoots at him, and then there's, well, we'll get to it, how yeah. it goes. So He, like, hops up on the helicopter at some point. Or no, first she shoots bullets at him, and he, de- he deflects them. This is nuts. He deflects the bullet, and then it goes into, like, a... A rocket launcher, I think. Yeah. And it An blows... exploding barrel, Yeah, I think, is what it hits. This yeah. one was the bridge too far for me. <laughs> I feel like I could accept on the helicopter wing him deflect, like, blocking bullets with the sword. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the outer limit of, like, what I could go mm. for. Then when he Jedi deflects <laughs> the bullets into an exploding barrel... I was just like, 
wait, 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 wait. It's miraculous. It's, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. completely nuts. <laughs> so then he hops. And it's also got like this weird slow-mo bullet time yeah. effect. I did not care. I think that honestly might be why I didn't like it. Oh. Yeah. It was because of like the slow-mo. Like it made it look cheesy. Like when it happens fast and it's just like like up on the chopper and he's like bang, bang. And he just like goes bing, bing. Yeah. It like goes by real quick and I don't think about it too much. Mm. Here when I'm like watching some weird Matrix shit, it's like eh. Yeah. The Matrix will affect our lives forever. <laughs> So then he like jumps up on the like one of the arms of the helicopter and she pin like this is insane. Is she like dragging him against the tops of the the containers? Yeah. <laughs> Keith just does that sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's him getting dragged. That's him getting dragged, guys. Oh, is that what that was? That wasn't clear. God damn it. Yeah. That was one of your one of your fits. One of my classic fits. Yeah. <laughs> guys, Keith's trying to fit. He's got a nervous his nervous system is all messed up. Spirits. One of Keith's classic fits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, On so. this new album of twelve of Keith's, Keith's classic, classic fits. fits. You'll get uh and boing boing. So yeah, he's like dragged across some containers. And then she says the worst line of this movie. Yes. She says, I don't know whether I should kill you or do you. And she says it with like a crazy look in her face. <laughs> what is it's that? It's like, what? Why, did, why would she say that? She checked why out those abs. He's got that she tight saw shirt. The, he yeah. saw the cum, she saw the cum gutters. Right, he did. <laughs> so I'm just, she's like, Ugh. oh boy. But Marcus has cum gutters. Does he? Yeah. No, he's built. <laughs> no, like Colin's like a lean, lean mean dude. Lean, Marcus mean is dude. like. Ripped. I don't know, guys. Sure. Know yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Sure. <laughs> this is so fucked up. This is our, this is our weird little so fan anyway, fiction about then, this. So anyway, then out of nowhere, Dahlia was broken out of the pink room, busts up in the house, and, and with, shoots shoots her in the, in the head. head. <laughs> and they it was show a it. hell of a shot. Yeah. Yes. The money shot. Like, sorry, the way you said that. It's a hell of a shot. <laughs> it's got <a> sports <laughs> yeah. What a throw from downtown. <laughs> From downtown, Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> Hanukkah hoops. That's a reference to Larry Shore, Highlander writer. Yeah. So it crashes the helicopter. Right. So great. And her eyes go all bananas <laughs> in yeah. typical Kawajiri fashion. So Dahlia is going to. I don't understand this. Like she's going to hang out there and like hold the guards back, and she's like, "You go get your ass to Marcus and do what you got to do." Yeah. And it's like, I guess I'll just hang out here instead of leave. Or I mean, I guess maybe she can't leave. She's like. I mean, where, how'd you get in there? Why don't you just leave? Go down. I guess, I don't know. Maybe she's just on a suicide mission at this point. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I guess so. <laughs> I oh, and what's she wearing? On purpose. What did she bring to, like, the big final battle? Same outfit she's always wearing. Oh, really? Just brought yeah. red brown panties? Yep. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> nice. Did nice. she wear high heels? I was. I, I think so. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense in the first part of the movie, because she's, like, on the job, Yeah. so to speak. <laughs> on the job. But, like... Put on some sneakers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe in the future shoes are you know they're hard to premium. come by. Hard to yeah. come by. So she's got to got to deal with what she's got. Yep. Also, I was wondering. I was like, doesn't Colin like Colin knows the girl in the helicopter? Sonya Blade is immortal. Like she's yeah. there. Like go doesn't deal with he, that. Yeah, why don't you go deal with that shit? He doesn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that. oh, by the way, she'll oh, that wake person's up gonna at, wake up at and some kill point. You. I don't yeah. know, but like, be careful. Yeah. The fuck? But he doesn't get a buzz. You're right. She comes in in that helicopter and doesn't get a buzz. Is it a, hel- a buzz proof copter? <laughs> yeah. It's like Superman with like lead. lead. It's yeah. a lead helicopter. Or it's just another example of Colin being shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Like, oh, should I tell uh, my girlfriend uh, that this person's uh, going to revive themselves and stab her? Eh, whatever. 
Back in the city streets, we're back to that battle. Rudy finally, finally gets a shot off that hits one of these tanks, like... But seems treads. to do nothing. Well, yeah. it, it like busts oh. the tread up, so it like well, turns, it turns into a building, building, and the entire yeah, building, building collapses. Like good. I mean, what if there are people in that building? I don't no, know. They're in all the other. There buildings. were. And there's, yeah. there's asbestos everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Everyone's got lung problems now. Twenty years. There's a very sad ending to this. Yeah. <laughs> Doc is like on the roof, and he's like, "It's time or what?" Like he shoots what off. What is this? I don't understand what any of this is. So they shoot a flare, and it's like that's the signal. And then seemingly there's people maybe all over the city, I guess, and on they shoot both sides of the fortress. Right. And they shoot at it? Right, with it's, rocket launchers. And it's like, oh, I guess that... But that's also full of civilians. Like, what are you doing? Good point. There's, like, innocent people. And, I mean, their only crime is just... I they're mean, obedient they're, assholes. I mean, they've succumbed to the pressure of, of Marcus. Wanting to not eat lizard hot dogs <laughs> yeah. and die of a virus. And soup, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and die of a virus. These assholes who didn't want to die They from think this they're so much epidemic. better than us. Yeah. yeah, these real shit sticks. It's like... This, I mean, the reason this is done, I suppose. Well, I mean, I, the the rockets at the tower are dumb, and also I think it's supposed to imply that there's like more people than we thought there were, which I wish they showed us that there were like or mentioned in an offhand like in an offhanded remark, like because all we get to see is like the weird Forty Second Street crowd, yeah, Mario where, and company, right? But right. it's like I guess there are more of these subterranean villages all over the city like i wish they did a, a better job of showing us that like no there's a big uprising about to happen and like that would also make more sense why marcus wanted a virus to kill more people because it's mm. like there are a lot more people that aren't under his rule right anyway but this uh, the camera pull, pans up to the tower marcus is observing all this and this is the parallel to rome burning before mm. which is why they've done it this way right but this time he's not painting or chiseling anything too bad. Or playing his guitar. He takes a picture with his iPhone. He's yeah. like, got it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll treasure this forever. <laughs> Hashtag no filter. <laughs> so anyway, at this point, Colin shows up in the gladiator pit, struts out there. This time it's personal. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, there was a line I liked earlier that we skipped where Doc is like, <laughs> you have to kill Marcus, don't you? And Colin's like, yeah. And Doc is like, what What do you think your chances are of that? And he's like, uh, it's probably better you don't ask that. Yeah. No, that was really funny. That was a good line. It's like, I've been failing at this for 2,000 years. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we sent that asshole to do this. He can Jedi mind trick bullets. So, you know, he's your best shot. Yeah. yeah uh, so true. Colin says both battles that are going on are Marcus's cause. Like, I'm here to fight you because you killed my wife. Mm. My wife. And then the battles around you are, of course, because you're a fucking dictator. But... Marcus says, like, barbarians will always be barbarians. Like, this is his, like, mission is to, like, tame the world, essentially, I guess. Mm. Uh, it's a very, like, I don't know, evil empire, Star Wars-y sort of thing. Like, I'll bring order and justice to the galaxy. And will rule it as father and son. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're my son now. Yeah. Oh, the twist. Uh, You're immortal. You will serve me for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> just You're said, also, like, okay. You're too beautiful. You're also too beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so at this point, Marcus, I guess, decides because there's an uprising, he's like, well, uh-oh, like we got to tame the barbarians. So he busts out the unstable virus, if that matters at all at this point. And he it, has a like device to disperse this. Which is like a conveniently set up. In the, in, middle middle of a in the middle of like his yeah. his penthouse, basically. Yeah. Not downstairs in the virus lab. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, it would make sense for it to be. Like, and it's funny. Well, you, you guys mentioned that this Kawajiri inserted. Wow, the way I just said inserted. Inserted. Inserted, inserted this, this, this plot device into the movie, right? Yes. I, I had a note here. I was like, oh, is this a, an Abramowitz thing? We haven't gotten to, well, we obviously haven't gotten to season five yet. But like, this is the four, a very similar Four Horsemen oh, interesting. plot. Because they try to like po- like poison the, the well, so mm-hmm. to speak. Well, actually, quite literally. They try to poison the water supply. Uh, of the earth of the earth well <laughs> but uh, i was like oh maybe this is a david abramowitz yeah. thing like interesting yeah huh. but no apparently but, but no, Jerry. Uh, yeah uh gg and he's like i'm going to kill everyone in new york city does that mean your jabronis in this fortress too yeah i was confused i, I don't know that. I, I assume not i but. think he might i thought he was like we'll just start over again i think he was just like hitting the reset button it's like guess it didn't work this time I, I I got the impression he was going to kill everybody. He also decides, let me kill everybody in two minutes yeah. in superhero super villain fashion. I'll put a timer, timer on, on this. Us, yeah. for just hit the button. It needs to warm up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, cool. Oh, can you kill me in two minutes? No, he can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> the answer is no. Colin loses again. So Colin gets all cut up and he's like down for the count. You think? Yeah, but like he actually does care about trying to stop this thing now, and like he makes like a desperate play to try to like pull. Of course, the very big switch that will yeah. disable the thing, but just gets housed again yeah. right through the back. It's just yeah. like the other the other uh, Roman the other Roman scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Marcus shouts, my new world begins as gas pours out of, like, weird gargoyle, like... Yeah, like on the, the sides disp- of the pyramid. The way this is dispensed is through, like, artistic reliefs on the yes. top of the <laughs> building. And, like, birds start plummeting to yes. their death. And in the director's cut, right, The there's people that die, too. Yep. Yep. Or at least they're, like, being poisoned yeah. if they don't die. Yeah. Also, that's not the way a virus... I mean, how does this virus work? <laughs> I mean, it's a virus. Like, it's a magic It sounds more like virus. it's just poison gas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like is, a virus. You get infected, like... and it does something to you. Over... But you don't die right away. I mean, unless this—that's why this virus is so fucking crazy. It just yeah. kills you instantly. instantly. Yeah. All right. Unless it's a virus, like is it supposed to spread over the earth? Yeah. I don't know. No clue. Over the earth? Viruses spread? Oh, you mean like like from people? Oh. Like person to person. Well, I guess it maybe doesn't because New York is like a penal colony. Yeah. Like nobody leaves. It would appear. But I guess if somebody did, like it would just start spreading and no one would know why. (laughs) It would kill everybody on the earth. Yeah. Is the whole planet destroyed? Like does society not exist? Seemingly. Across the earth? We don't really know. Well, we know there's other city states, right? Oh, right. Only from yeah. the title card. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Are the title cards canon, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So then we cut downstairs, and Dahlia sees these birds falling, and instantly, I guess, knows what that means. It's like, mm. oh. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. But then she gets stabbed in the stomach. Yep. By like, those fucking nail claw like, things. Through the side. Like, yeah. yep. All the way through her lungs, essentially. Mm-hmm. She gets fucked up. It's Kayala or Sonya Blade Jesus. or Jade. So, Sonya Blade, whatever. Ooh, we actually do get to see a, sh- a, a clip of her like wake up in the helicopter and turn her head oh, yeah. right yeah. side around because her bro- her neck is broken and like at 180 degrees. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she stabs Dahlia and she's like, only me and Marcus are like getting out of this alive. And then Dahlia's like, just Marcus. And then she takes like a grenade. And, and stuffs it <laughs> in her fucking mouth. And her head explodes. <laughs> Taking her with her. I mean, yeah. this is insanity. This I mean, it's is awesome. It's kind of awesome, but I was just like, also, how's it get in her mouth? I don't know. She's got one of those super mouths. She's like, oh, oh yeah. And the whole grenade is in her mouth. This is surprising. 
Or maybe not, but I was surprised. I was surprised. This was just like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Also, a very bleak ending. It's like, oh, this like, you know, I guess we're, we like her. She's nice. She's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. She's nice. She's yeah. nice. And then there's like some inner monologue, like when she explodes about like, I'll see you again, Colin. It's like, okay. I guess. I guess. Like she's aware. Like, hold on. Is she consciously aware that she's had multiple lives? Or is this just her own personal? Oh, she's going to heaven? Is she going to yeah. see him in heaven? Probably. Bang around up there? The big pink room in the sky with the yeah. Jesus picture. But <laughs> yeah. in the heaven room, it's just a hole cut out of the wall. And Jesus, Jesus is, is just watching. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey what good. are you doing there? Yeah, doing some good fun. sexing? Yeah. So Colin, like, does he feel the quickening that goes off? And he's like, Uh-oh. Like, I guess nobody no, gets this quickening, right? No, I think he just knows somehow that she's dead. Yeah. yeah. And that, like, I'm kicks okay. him in gear. Right. Right. So this is like the crazy climax. Like the music starts swelling. It's like it's like what? It's like the music scores like. But then Colin goes, "God help me for them, for her," because he seems to be seemingly aware of this. So he's a born again Christian now. In this moment, he is. He has been born again. Jesus helps him win victory over Marcus. Just like I renounce Harry Potter. Like that picture, that painting of Jesus and Jesus's arm is like going into, into Donald Trump's arm as he's like signing a bill. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's like what happens to Colin. So what do we think of this? What has happened here? I guess he has regained some faith in something. I assume God. literally God. Or at least is like broken through his apathy enough that he like realizes that he needs help and can't do this. It's interesting because it's like an extra layer on something I feel like is already established. That he needs a little something extra to be able to beat Marcus. So, like, I wonder why, like, making the decision to try to help these people isn't that extra thing yeah. in and of itself. Like, it feels a little tacked on. Well, these things are, like, mashed together in a way which makes it confusing. Because he's like, God help me. And it's like, we obviously know that she's got, like, the God connection. But it's also like, God help me help her, help them. Yeah. And it's like, which is the thing that's helping him? Is it the god like a belief in a higher power or is it like what it seems like it's supposed to be or should be for me at least is like i'm not fighting for myself anymore i'm fighting for other people which is like what amargan's like shit was all about right but she's dead (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah she's toast yeah so it's like is this just well now he has extra vengeance to search for oh (laughs) the problem was the problem was he didn't have enough vengeance (laughs) yeah He was like, finally, I've reached the magic number of like four vendettas. Or whatever <laughs> it was. All right. So what happens here? Colin closes his eyes. And this is like a using the four. Like this is something that has never been. I don't know. This is just a new thing. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking cuts Marcus, cuts him on the arm, cuts his head. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. They're like back to back after they yeah. like exchange a couple blows. Then he spins around. This is cool. And, and then they whirl around, swinging their swords at each other. Awesome. There's a flash of steel, and <gasps> whose sword breaks? Oh, Collins. <laughs> ah, uh, you'd be wrong, sir. Oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah Marcus. Marcus's yeah. sword breaks this time. It's a nice, like, looking visual cue throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that looks it great is. here. And thunk, off comes his head. Pops and his head, like, pops off. off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's popping off. Yeah. <laughs> And he looks sad when his head like pops off, and he's like, "Oh man!" He probably is sad, you know. Who are you? It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. And then let's talk about this quickening because it's bonkers, nuts, fucking explodes the whole top of the building, and the it's like lightning covers the entire city. Yeah. yeah, and burns up the virus. Yeah, how convenient. The little quickening <laughs> MacGuffin. It's like what? It's like when the uh, the <laughs> on the finale part two when it destroys all the videotapes. Yeah. 
50 mile radius <laughs> or whatever. It's I an like, interactive CD ROM. Oh <laughs> I like this shot, like after like the top of the building's destroyed, like Colin's like triumphantly on the standing wreckage. on the rubble. Yeah. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then Ambergan calls him a big shot. It's like yeah. what a way to fucking ruin the ending yeah, of this. this yeah. Ambergan yeah, says he pities the poor girl, but at least her prayers were heard. What does that mean? Like her prayer like who is influencing like did Colin finally do the right thing and make a difference in the world? Or is there some third party which is a deity that has influenced this entire thing. And who's deity? Because she's Christian and Evergen is like a druid ghost. Yeah. It's a weird pagan ghost. And in the immortals, what? whose jurisdiction do they fall <laughs> under? jurisdiction? <laughs> Satan's. <Yeah. laughs> Evergen, I've been Satan all along. Marcus was the, ed- the agent of God. <laughs> now hell will take over the world. I don't know. I'm it's the plot of a Cow yeah. Jury movie. Yeah. 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 But then everyone's like very happy. The sky like, is blue now instead of cloudy. I mean, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, is this like the shield going down in Islander 2? I, I think guess. it's just supposed to be like a visual cue. Like now things are happier. Then right. then the, the sea urchins burst into the tower and mercilessly kill, <laughs> kill all, all of the everyone, tower, all the, dwellers. the aristocracy that yeah. lives there. I mean, yeah, that's another thing. Kyle, you always bring this up, like the power vacuum. Well, I mean, like, what, what the now? fuck yeah. is going to happen? Who's going to like power all the uh, spider robots? Yeah. And what other city-state decides they want to roll up in here yeah, now that Marcus is dead and be like, y'all are out, blue boy. It's, it's Boston. Like, <laughs> y'all are out. Y'all are, we're going to park our cars in yeah. here. And, uh, we're going to park in your tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a wicked cool virus you got there. All right, let's talk about the denouement of this episode. Oh, of this yeah, movie, of this whatever episode. the fuck it is. So we cut back to St. Patty's Church, and we get this a close-up of like... it is Colin lighting a candle. candle. That's right, and there's some piano and orchestra music playing. That's... It's like a sunset. The The tower's like in ruins, and then Colin like marches out of the city on the GW Bridge. Yeah. And then we get a voiceover from a fucking seagull. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, take heart, my old friend. <laughs> So what is lost shall one day be found and then he goes catch you later colin it's like that's the like last that's line the, of this movie cheers catch, for five years yep catch <laughs> you later colin in memoriam of bill Panzer. Oh. i know oh uh, wow the catch you later what the hell catch, catch you later. later dude this is like hit it dude like what is this hit, hit it, it dude this is nuts the way this yeah. movie ends <laughs> it like ends somewhat anticlimactically yeah like i mean i like the the beheading of marcus but it didn't really go anywhere from there and we didn't get like a cool like moment of marcus maybe being like oh shit like i finally lost or something he looks a little scared when he's cut by colin it's not a big enough moment like i agree that like we, we you should want to see marcus's reaction of like his like oh i'm finally, tables i'm, defe- I'm defeated yeah. like the him getting cut on the arm is more like uh we keep referencing the matrix in this episode which is weird but like in the matrix when neo lands a hit on agent smith in the subway that's mm-hmm. like, oh, and he like broke his glasses and he breaks his glasses yeah. that's like the moment like oh you're not invulnerable like you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that but that's not I've, I'm going to um, defeat you in the you, next yeah. in the next hit. Like, yeah. no, that's just like the glass is cracking a bit. Like, yeah. and we see that there's potential. Like, a thing you thought was indefeatable through this whole movie is not. But yeah, they should stab the fuck out of Marcus. Yeah, we, after what after the brutal treatment, that, <laughs> like Colin gets so fucked up in this movie, just yeah. constantly. He is owned. <laughs> He's like scrunched into the ground so that it breaks. <laughs> He's like punched through a roof. He's punched off a roof. Falling dozens of stories. Yeah. He gets exploded in a tunnel. <laughs> he falls off a plane. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's insane. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. How many times did he get stabbed before that Scotland zombification? Oh, and his skull got cracked in half. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nuts. And he was deposited into a Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have any children, but I draw like a child. Problem is... <laughs> When I'm finished with my artwork, I have nowhere to, no way to hang it, no way to put it up anywhere. It's actually really disappointing. Yeah, when I uh, dig through your fridge when you're not at home, I don't see any anything adorning the fridge, frankly, let alone your uh, beautiful artwork. Yeah, well, that's a, a real missed opportunity. If only somebody could help me solve it. I know. If only somebody had a product that would affix itself to a refrigerator. Keith, what do you, what do you think about this issue? Guys, I've been hearing this play out i got an idea really yeah I do. <laughs> okay do i need to sit down <laughs> yeah brace yourself <laughs> we'll both sit down okay good all right Are sitting down, down. Okay, all right good. great guys did you know the highlander rewatch podcast which you two are hosts on did you know we have products that wait what <laughs> sorry excuse <laughs> yeah. me yeah we offer magnets which last time i checked do stick to well most fridges wow yeah Oh, I think I remember uh, doing the artwork for this. That's oh, right. That's, yeah, we yeah, did have would, you do that. That took yeah. a long time. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't remember it. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I think I remember drawing a Duncan McLeod magnet, mm-hmm. a Mythos magnet. I remember you drawing the Mythos magnet a couple times. Yes, yes. <laughs> multiple times due to editorial feedback. <laughs> An Amanda magnet and a special Highlands barbarian duncan magnet i take it you don't remember doing a joe magnet and a joe magnet oh you do remember that now. the watcher yeah the watcher watcher. well we took that art and we stuck it onto magnets i didn't know you could do that with glue it's it's affixed we we glued all of them (laughs) personally but we offer a line of high quality durable highlander collectible magnets through our facebook page and through our etsy shop Ooh, where can i find those you can go to Etsy.com and just search for Highlander Rewatch, and our magnet set will pop right up. And if you go to the desktop version of Facebook, click on the Shop Now button on the top of our Facebook page. The magnets are only $15 plus shipping and handling, and they will last a lifetime. Wait, $15 for all of them? All five not magnets. Not one. Not one. Not all, two. All five? Not three. Not four. But five. Wow. wow. Holy balls. That's a deal. Holy yeah. balls. <laughs> Incredible. Well, I know what my next piece of artwork is going to be. It's going to be a childlike rendition of the gas leak in Eamon's house that caused him to forget drawing. Yeah. <laughs> Who it's are a- you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's just going to look like your house mm-hmm. because I imagine the gas is invisible. That's right. And I, I live like a slob, so it's just going to be like a scribbly mess. Perfect. That is exactly within my skill set. There we go. Buy our magnets today. What do we think about this? I, Overall, movie's over. What do we think? I liked this movie. I mean, like thumbs up or thumbs down, I'm thumbs up. Yes, yeah, me too. I agree wholeheartedly. And I am very prepared to say this is the second best Highlander movie. Absolutely. I agree. By a wide margin. Yeah. Like, just nowhere close any, like, other than the original. Nowhere close. This Mm -hmm. is the second best. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that's not up for debate. No. If somebody somebody wanted to fight about that, I'd be like, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're someone who's, like, not into graphic violence. Yeah. I mean, the the movie has, like, problems. problems. It's, like, I don't know if I'd call this a good movie. But, but it hits on more stuff. I enjoyed stuff. a movie. It's a movie yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah. There's some, like, moral questions in it. There's a villain that has motivation that's, like, understandable, one. And it's not, well, like... for a lot of the movie. 
Sure. But like, I don't think he's like patently evil the way. Man, well, he's trying to release. No, 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 Indiscriminately kill everyone in New York City. No, no, no. I mean, back. I don't think he's like patently evil the way like the Kurgan is uh, like a killing machine. Like, and there's like hollow characters that we've seen in Highlander the TV show, or I mean, even like uh, Kane in Highlander three. Like, I don't know what his fucking motivation is. Like, like you know, that's what I mean by like he's not just like an insane murderer. I mean, he does he does do that, I guess. Yeah. But like, there's a like he has a philosophy that has led him on a path that is destructive and bad. I think. But like he's motivated. By- I like that you added that. Like it was up for debate. Like I don't know. But I disagree. No, but- not that you would disagree, but he disagrees. Like he. Right. The, the point is, is that he has a motivation. Like he's compelling in that way. And Kyle, I think you mentioned this on a couple episodes ago, maybe in our wrap up episode about uh, the Wrath of Kali. Like a great Highlander episode ends where there's two people that have like. In, in in that case, like, there were two philosophies that are on a collision course. They both have a worldview. Like, Colin's view is, well, vengeance. And Marcus's worldview leads him to do all these things that he's seemingly been doing for centuries. Uh, right. Well, even then, I think <clears throat> you're supposed to believe that in his heart of hearts, Colin cares about, like, individuality and freedom and honor. Like, those things are ostensibly important to him. Well, that's why he was fighting the Romans in the very first, first place. Yeah. Right. And I wish they had maybe kept... Or I, I just wish there was more discussion or if there was a character that could remind him of those things more. Like, if those things I were wish... just brought up, like, how you lost it or... I mean, I guess maybe we're just supposed to assume it's happened, but I kind of wish that theme was just brought up a couple more times. Yeah, like, my, prob- <clears throat> my main problem is I don't buy the transition. I yeah. like what he transitions to. Like, yeah. I think that it's a very story sound thing that he transitions from i'm searching for vengeance to i'm trying to help these people like that's obviously the transition you want him to make but i do not get the thing that makes him make that transition i guess it's that dream sequence where a ghost tells him that his wife is reincarnated yeah and the that and might, the lovemaking scene i yeah. think that's like a physical connection well yeah like where he's like oh yeah i remember yeah so like i feel like that's that's he's, what it is but he's it's too like, thin he's too thin of a character like, yeah He's a dickhead throughout most of this movie. Yeah. I'm going to find my vengeance and fuck everything else. And yeah. He has like an attitude and he's, but he's just kind of like a bland. Yeah. I mean, I, I like character. the idea that he's like blindly driven by vengeance and, but that's like destructive for him personally. And I wish we got to see how it was destructive for the people around him more like right. throughout history. Like we see how it's destructive, I guess in the present time, because he's like refusing to help people that need help. But I think I kind of wish to like if like battles maybe were lost in the past because he was, you know, after Marcus and not after perhaps like a more sound military goal or something like that. Like, I don't know. There are things that could have been more fleshed out. Yeah. And the fact that they cut some of this stuff out in the American version, is... I just find baffling. Yeah. Like the decision to shorten this. When it's already, like, a little thin yeah, is nutty, I think. Well, the American version seems truncated. Like, it feels like there's something missing from it. Yeah. And I felt that way the first time I watched it. And now that I watched the full version, I'm like, only 11 minutes, like, makes this a better movie. Yeah. And frankly, it could be a few minutes longer. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's weird that despite it being an anime, it has a lot of the same vices that we always complain about with Highlander. Yeah. Like, it's strange to me that we're, like... Our complaints are almost exactly the same, despite a completely different format. Yeah, that is about sweet. like kind of the underwritten female characters, mm-hmm. about like villains all of a sudden taking turns that make them too evil. Interesting. Yeah, it that, is interesting. That pattern has reemerged. I think it's a kind of a coincidence, but in some ways, I mean, it is 
attached to you know the highlander writer so to speak yeah the weird thing is like the highlander elements of this don't really i mean aside from them being immortal the game isn't mentioned in this movie is it no that's not really and it doesn't thematically like into marcus's plans at all no yeah which is interesting as a guy who's out for like world domination like at least in the movie universe because i i think we can all agree that this is a separate like we should not try to canonize this in any way this like, this doesn't fit thing. into the series, yeah. and, like, there's some continuity with everything. Like, this is its own thing. But, yeah, the premise of the original movie is that, like, whoever wins, like, perhaps we'll, rules, like, rule, rule over humanity. I mean, whatever, like, yeah. yeah, but that's not featured in his plan. Like, I should, I need to win the game so I can, like, I've been trying to conquer the world this entire time, like, Rome, but the, the thing I was missing was winning the game. Like, if I finally win the game, I can do it perfectly. You know, yeah, like, that was, work. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's his motivation. I don't know. Actually, I want to bring up something uh, since we're talking about like the similarities to like the other parts of the Highlander universe. I was thinking, one, I don't know if we we didn't talk about this before, but in America, this was Highlander: The Search for Vengeance. In mm-hmm. Japan, this movie is called Highlander. Oh. When I started watching it, I didn't realize that till actually much later. I think it was an article you sent, Eamon. But right away, I started making notes, being like, "This is awfully similar to Highlander." And in my mind, I kind of consider this an interesting reboot. Huh. And so I made some notes about things that are similar. And so in 1986, there's a garage fight that flashes back to the Highlands for a Kurgan reveal. In this movie, there's, it starts with a flashback to the Highlands with a Kurgan, Kurgan-like reveal when Marcus is on the cliff and then goes to a garage fight because that fight in New Jersey is effectively a garage. A garage yeah. uh, then in 86, it opens with a quickening and a trip from New Jersey to New York. Search for Vengeance opens with a quickening and a trip from New Jersey to New York. And again, this is written by David Abramowitz, so he's very aware of like the material this is all coming from. And I'm curious how much he like was thinking about the original. Connor gets arrested right away after yeah. the first quickening in Search for Vengeance. Colin gets arrested by those guards. After he gets arrested in 86, he goes to a bar. After he gets arrested in Search for Vengeance, he goes to Rudy's. In 86, Heather is the love of Connor's life. We don't think Connor has loved another till Heather. And this was, I think, kind of similar. Although there's that weird Deborah character that's like... Weird, yeah. Thrown yeah. in there randomly. But I feel like... We, Fuck shit up. It's very similar in that respect. Connor lights a candle in remembrance in 86. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And then Dahlia lights the ca- candle perhaps in remembrance. Like, But yeah. it's, again, there's like a lot of very similar visual elements. Uh, and again, also, I'm sure Cowardry has seen Highlander. Like, oh, yeah. I think he was a fan. Like, was. So yeah. also, I think he might be drawing on some of the visual style of the original. Uh, then Connor gets struck by lightning and has that like quickening thing when he first becomes immortal and meets his tr- his mentor in Search for Vengeance. Connor, or Colin gets struck by lightning when he meets the fucking ghost rabbit in 86 connor gets run out of the village as a demon in search for vengeance colin gets run out as a demon and is saved by like a similar sort of like gregor in this and in the other one it was his cousin Dougal Dougal. that uh they even look the same practically in 86 there's obvious christ connections with connor and in this one i think it's actually stronger what they show like there's more maybe i don't know maybe it's not stronger but that scene where colin like emerges and is like resurrected and like the towns like the the subway people are around i think it's like whoa it's like he's clearly the jesus figure and then in 86 brenda has sex with connor after they find out they're immortal and this is basically the same thing in the search for vengeance it's like after we find out like there's kind of a lovemaking scene such an aphrodisiac that's right so anyway it's i don't know it's kind of weird how many that is weird i didn't that didn't occur to me really close similarities they have in like story structure or like and there's a nazi flashback in (laughs) that's very true amen how do you think as the the one most experienced with anime here this holds up as an anime if you were assessing it on those terms rather than on highlander terms 
like if you've seen Kawajiri movies, this is like lesser. There's just something missing, but it, it follows a lot of his tropes. But I was just thinking about there's a lot of like crazy over the top anime things in this movie, and I kind of wish there were more. Yeah, but I mean, we have the guy riding a chainsaw. <laughs> we have the the epic pulling out a parking meter and throwing. <laughs> is it. that the best moment in the movie? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it's amazing. I love that. I was dying. Yeah. I mean, you have plane exploding and falling out of plane and landing on plane wing and then having a fight on a plane wing while yeah. it's flying. Like all of these moments are like awesome anime moments. But then, like we're stuck with the like the girl and the kid and like the the underground people. I don't like any of that stuff. No, the kid doesn't make any sense story wise. I mean, I understand yeah. that it's, I guess, one of his like weird trademarks, but it's like, why? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Why? He doesn't it's, do anything. No, I can't unhear the thing about it being like a sombo character. Yeah, that's, it's hard, man. That's cringy. The Amergan mm. character. So, I mean, as far as the Kawajiri work goes, like this movie gets shit on a lot online. Mm. I don't think as a Highlander movie, but I think just in general. But I'd say this was this was a pretty good anime. It just kind of if, if you're familiar with this director's work, it's kind of like. He's on autopilot a little right. bit. It should also be noted he didn't. Well, he didn't write the script for this, and he right. writes his scripts for his other projects. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like it also might just suffer from like he's a guy that has extremely strong visual and storytelling style that's his yeah. own, but he's in some way forced to to compromise yeah. that with a franchise, a universe, and a script that's not his though. Right. It's wild because I think that in terms of Highland, in terms Higherlander. of Hi- Highlander, in terms of Highlander, I'd say this is pretty wildly successful. And in terms of anime, I think it's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my sense as well. I mean, just from the animes I've seen and rather enjoyed. Yeah. This is like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, this is a good story for, like, if, if somebody told me, I mean, without it being maybe set in the future, if somebody was like, this is going to be the plot of the new Highlander reboot, I'd be like, wow, cool. If someone told me there were going to be a series of this, that's what I'd be into. Yeah. Because I would love to see a whole host of Malik's. Yeah, the, well, I, I, don't, this, I don't mean like the like that the movie would be like an anime style with this like this being over the top, but like as far as character motivations go and like what the plot would be, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, oh, sorry. But go no, ahead. No, I mean like a Highlander <laughs> anime that was like a limited run of like thirteen episodes or something like that. That could and you got to actually like let these characters breathe. You got to encounter a bunch of other immortals who were all like crazy stylized the yeah. way these people are, and you get to see some like more bonkers fighting styles mm-hmm. i'd be way into that yeah yeah some of the bonkersness like goes away like mm-hmm. after that first scene i felt like i was somewhere and then i didn't yeah. know where i was like yeah. It yeah. Was weirdly like seeing that guy with the hook hand eat the meat i was like i yeah. know where i am yeah like this is cool and right. then i was like oh no just yeah kidding. it's just different. It's, that's yeah. just one part yeah, yeah. that's one part yeah. it's also funny like i feel like in some ways i think you could look at this movie at a, with a cursory glance and think like this is so crazy it's this is way different than highlander but like it's not that different than some of the stuff we've seen i mean it's extremely exaggerated but like People like the Kurgan, Slan the Cat, Xavier, like, you just turn them up to 11, you have some of these crazy anime characters, I think. Like, they're already pretty wacky, and it's, I, I don't know, I feel like this isn't that far off from what we've seen no, before. I mean, Xavier... The Four Horsemen, like, that's pretty out there shit. Like, yeah. Xavier has a hook hand, yeah. he eats caviar, he wears scarves. That's he right out goons of... goons that uh, jump out of their van with, like, machine guns. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's pretty goofy. I can, like, see it in my head, how yeah. it's stylized in an anime. Yeah, I'd throw down with that. Yeah. I wish there was maybe if they let Kawajiri run away with it a little more. It has to be one or the other. Like, Well, I think that's the problem. Kawajiri either needed to be reined in or yeah. let off the reins. Yeah. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's a weird serving of two masters here. Well, it's interesting. One article you sent, Eamon, mentioned... I forget who was the, who was the interview with. It, it was, was one, one of the, the producers. producers. And he was talking... Sadly, I guess this movie did not sell well. But they were hoping that this would do really well and Kawajiri would do absolutely do a sequel and have complete control. That which is a bummer. That, because I think... The, and the idea was that, like, well, Colin's going to go off. There's another city-state. Like, there's more adventures for Colin to have. Yeah, I could mill around in yeah. this world. We mentioned maybe in our first episode, like, what do we think about this being in the future? It's strange because we're like... Uh, they did it they tried to do this before and like it's really fucked and they yeah. tried to do it why do they keep trying to do it they do it in the source too and it's like what the fuck is going on like yeah it's such a misstep in so many ways but this movie well the, the highlander 2 never has real flashbacks like somehow this figured out what was missing from the like from a world like highlander 2 and made it work oh that's another weird thing is like in some weird ways, this is a reboot of Highlander 1 and 2 together. It actually marries those concepts pretty well. Well, because, like, like the shield from Corp- Zeiss, yeah. he's, uh... Yeah, Korda and Reno are, like, the weird mutated monster characters. The shield and this virus thing aren't too, I think, different from each other. Like, yeah. that's, like, it's like blowing up the Death Star at the end. Like, there's this one thing that's gonna destroy the Earth that, like, you have to get. Because the first Highlander movie doesn't have anything like that. No. Really. I mean, it's just the, the fight for humanity. The animation's really good in this movie it's cool like the music in the movie i thought the music was cool yeah i mean there are a lot of individually really cool moments and beats yeah. and like shots essentially yeah and that's cool i think it's totally worth it to see for certainly for anybody who's into highlander and probably for people who like anime or just want to see like a pretty decent anime romp mm-hmm. this is a good way to spend 90 minutes if you like this kind of stuff yeah the way we watch this actually we want to give another shout out to jill s who you've probably heard on this podcast she's sent us many yummy things from kit kats from japan to what are some of the a, a book a highlander book from germany and all sorts of cool stuff um mm-hmm. and last year she sent us this beautiful Japanese box set of the movie, which was not released, I guess, domestically. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. It's, it's very cool and comes with like a sweet art book. Yeah, yeah it's every, all the storyboards, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Uh, and it's like a double disc collection. This is really great. So this is how we got to enjoy the movie. So thank you again, Jill, for sending this to us. It was a big help. Yeah, yeah. thank you. This and is totally very right. generous and awesome. I had a strange note, by the way, at the, uh, at the end of the movie. I just wrote... Marcus is like M. Bison from Street Fighter, the movie. He doesn't give a shit about Colin. For him, killing Moya was a Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, well, why did I draw this connection? This stupid, too. stupid movie. <laughs> For you, the day M. Bison came to your village was the most important day ever. For me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> I love that stupid movie. <laughs> it's, it's terrible, but it's very entertaining. Oh, yeah. Raul Julia is like... At an 11 yeah. the entire time. He's having fun. He's having a good time, baby. I wish the woman, Kalala or whatever her name is, like actually fought someone at the end. Yeah. Like, because they build her up as like a cool killer they character. They make her watch her kill all these people. Yeah. And then she's in a fucking stupid helicopter. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah she's, and she's training the whole time. It's yeah. like, to what end is this? Like, the grenade thing's kind of awesome. But the grenade like, thing is cool. Like, or they could have had her killed that way, but like, she fights Colin and. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Dahlia comes in. Or it'd be nice to see her, like, we don't maybe get as much story of her in the, the present time, but, like, perhaps some of those flashbacks when he was after Marcus, like, the thing that stood between him and Marcus was her. Yeah. And, like, you know. Yeah, that would be cool. Because she seems to kind of act as a bodyguard-esque, or she seems to, her attitude is like that. Like, oh, you want me to take care of this guy? And he's like, no, I'll do it. Like, because she's, like, amped up to be, like, yeah, I'll jumping in front up. of him. Yeah. yeah. Also, it would have been a little bit nice if the scales weren't quite always seem so tipped. 
Colin seems like he is just no match for Marcus in any way, yeah. which like makes sense to me with the first time they meet up in Rome. Sure. But like if over time, like Colin is getting better, he does become a threat. But yeah. Marcus is growing and like now has a goon and like, right. you know, there are other circumstances that actually do stop him. Yeah. Like in this, it just seems like Marcus is just better in every way and never had reason to fear Colin. Right. So like reminder to everyone out there, if you're listening to this for the first time and haven't heard our Highlander one coverage definitely go back and listen to it for this reason that like we talk a lot about like the philosophy of there can be only one in that movie and it means more than just there can be only one person like there's a sense of oneness they needed to explain what that was again it's like star wars with the force moment at the end like you have to trust your sense like there needed to be some edge or like Amergan needed to explain to him like your 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 anger like that's that's like this is directly out of star wars like striking somebody out of anger and hate is like bad like you can't you have no control or whatever like don't let your emotions run run wild like that was never explicitly stated i I think that needed to be said by his mentor character like you're you're losing because you're freaking out and like i guess it is maybe kind of clear in the movie like marcus is cool it's a cucumber the whole fucking movie like he owns every situation and they maybe needed to say it's not because he's better than you it's because he's calmer than you like they could have actually it would have been nice if they incorporated that theme from the original movie into this like meditate or whatever it is i mean actually i guess that is what happens at the end but it's not stated because colin does close his eyes and does a weird like force block where he can like he's somehow defending himself with his eyes closed but i wish they had talked about what it meant like what his struggles why his struggles were the way they were and how to remedy them remedy them yeah it's just kind of it just happens at yeah. the end, and it's yeah. like, I don't know. I wish they had written more about it. Maybe it was originally, but... Yeah, I dig it. Because, again, this is all, like, compa- this is a compelling story. I really like that he's just, like, single-minded and, like, a maniac. It's very, like, sad, too. Yeah, he's a total Which is nice. Sack. Yeah. I kind of like that it's a, tra- it's a pretty tragic story for him. He's wasted his entire life. 2,000 years of his life. Yeah. <laughs> and his new girlfriend is and dead. his new girlfriend is dead. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, if this was your first time listening to Highlander Rewatched and you like Highlander. Weird choice, but cool. Well, I mean, yeah. you might be an anime. You might be into Kawajiri. That's maybe yeah. how you found this. Uh, but if you dig it, check out our other episodes. We cover uh, all the movies up to this point, And we've talked about every episode of the series up to season four. And we're going to start our season five coverage in a few weeks, which is pretty cool. Uh, also, head on over to iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and give us a five-star review if you liked it. And also, send us an email. Tell us what you thought of Highlander, The Search for Vengeance. It can be anything. What did you think of the story? Do you want to see more stories like this? More animes? All that sort of stuff. We want to hear from you, and we could talk about it on air. Yeah, yeah. If you're into art, like Kawajiri's art style, we got some art of our own, right, Eamon? Highlander Magnus. That's right. They're cool, they're stylized, and they're only $15, and they're available on Etsy.com. Just search for Highlander Rewatched, or on Facebook. Click the Shop Now button on your mobile device, which is activated now, or on the desktop version, and we'll ship it to you in three days. That's less than a fortnight. It is less than so a fortnight. Much less than yeah. a fortnight. That's a callback to episode two of this series Mm -hmm. very good very Uh, thanks again for listening we'll see you in a couple weeks for highlander season five i'm keith this is kyle this is amen bye Bye. Bye.
So is our next podcast just going to be a Ninja Turtles? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. There has to be one of those already. A Ninja Turtles podcast? Yeah. I bet there's a million. Yeah. Turtle power. 